0: Hello, this is Tony Blazer, back with another set of burning thoughts on the week's race. This one's going to cover last night's race in Tampa, Florida. Um, I've always had a kind of a hit or miss uh, opinion on these Florida races. Seems like sometimes the tracks are a little dicey. Uh, Seems like the turnout's not always great. Kind of a weird situation considering so many riders live in Florida, but uh, last night's race... I had high hopes for it, seeing the track map and then watching practice. It looked like a neat track. I love that big sand section. It looked like it might be pretty cool, but I don't think it really translated to great racing in the night. Uh, the only thing that really kind of mixed things up was that sand section because it would cause people to have some mistakes. Uh, the rest of the track, I guess, was pretty basic and it didn't turn out to be that great for racing. Certainly, nothing like we saw in Oakland or some of the other rounds we've had. I don't think it was a terrible track, uh, but it was, you know, to me, it was kind of. You know, uninspiring and, and not that exciting to watch in the end, which disappointed me. Like I said, I had high hopes for it. It really didn't pan out. As far as the uh, results go, certainly a great night for Tomac. Took the points lead. He uh, was one point, I think, coming into it and uh, ended up Coming out, I don't know, he's two or three probably ahead now. And uh, really, it's a solid season for him so far. He has not had any of those big major uh, get-offs or anything uh, other than maybe one or two rounds where he was like only maybe so-so. No major disasters, no problems, and it's put him in the points lead. And it's the good thing, though, is second and third are still real close. Uh, Cooper pulled a few points on... Uh, Roxon last night lost a few to uh, Tomac, but they're all three in the the race still, which is great. I I love the fact that we have such a great battle up front, and I hope it's going to continue happening the rest of the way. You know, it's been a phenomenal season so far. Uh, I haven't had some of the first-time winners I thought I was going to have, mentioning, of course, um, AC, who was the fastest in practice for like the seventh time in a row, which is just amazing. Uh, You'd think that if you keep... Uh, winning the practice, you would probably translate that into winning the main, but he had not been able to uh, do that so far. I guess it's kind of the same old thing with AC. Um, Adam has blazing speed, but something always goes wrong. Last night, you know, he had uh, another one of his uh, patented get-offs. At least he's not getting hurt. Thank God for that. It does worry me though if you hit the ground enough times it's gonna hurt you eventually as uh all of us who ride ourselves know it's uh there's only so many times you can crash and ha- not have it go something go wrong so I hope adam pulls it together I really thought again I thought he'd have a win by now especially after he rode so well at the first round and again so fast he's just showing that blazing speed just you know teasing us all with that uh, crazy AC speed but This hasn't turned into wins so far. Uh, Last night, I would say, was a a solid night for uh, Cooper Webb. I would like to have him get the win. I was pulling for him to get the win last night, going into the event, make it two in a row, and kind of really tighten up the title battle. But he didn't get quite the start that uh, Eli Tomac did. And like I said, the track seemed like it was hard to pass on. I mean... Again, uh, you know, these guys, all the guys are going fast. I wouldn't expect any of them to cut through uh, the whole pack like a knife through butter like the old Bubba days. I think the parody's a little closer than it was back then, but uh, I thought he'd, you know, get to the front a little faster, but it seemed to take him a while. Uh, but he did get second, which is great. Uh, AC kind of gave him and Roxen a, a little bit of a present there, but still. Second points, second place points is great. Uh, Roxon, another guy, same thing. Kind of a mediocre start. Got up to third eventually. Again, kind of a probably should have been fourth, but uh, be that as it may, had that little tip over in the corner. The track looked really treacherous. That's part of the problem was uh, the obstacles themselves. Though, I don't think they were tough, but the, it seems like the dirt was getting very slick and shiny in places, and uh, that's where he kind of tucked the front end, kind of cost him his uh, any kind of shot of getting second. Still, not a terrible night. I mean, he lost the red plate, which is always a bummer. I think about this time last year he had the red plate and then lost it to Tomac, so kind of the same scenario. But I will say that in general, I think I think Roxon. I'm more confident that he's going to stay in this this year. Last year I was still like just waiting for the thing to fall apart, uh, and I just don't. I haven't seen it so far. I think he's been solid every race. I mean, it seems like if he gets a bad start, he's yeah, he's not going to come up and win the race. But as long as he gets a decent start, he's a threat to win. And he's been very consistent, which is what you want. And if you want to stay in the title fight, for sure. Um, behind him, I had a great, great uh, night for uh, some other guys like Justin Hill. Uh, Justin Hill looked great. I think if, I think he got fifth, which I, he probably should have had fourth. I think he got passed at the very end there. And really, maybe the best, even the fifth might be his best finish ever. I don't think he's ever got a fifth before, but fourth would have been really great. Um, he looked awesome. His brother, Josh, was at the race, which blew my mind. I was like, what the hell? I saw him in practice. Like, he, looked, he looked like a girl out there. His hair was so long. And he uh, was really impressive. I think he got second, third or fourth in his heat and uh, maybe twelfth or tenth in the main, which I don't expect him to win. I, mean, I think he hadn't raced a 250 event since like 2007. So pretty impressive. The guy's clearly got monster talent. Pretty amazing. You can come out of you know basically come out of retirement after four or five years and just run with the kids. So very impressive night for the hills. Great night for MCR. Uh, Mookie was up front for a long time. Um, Mookie was impressive. I was uh, he had me thinking maybe he'd get a podium early on. I was like oh man he's going to do it. But in the end it, the guys kind of got him. But still put the the Honda up front on TV. Got a lot of publicity for MCR. So it's good for them. Um, overall I'd say you know that my takeaway the 450 class was the racing itself was only. Eh, I mean, I'm not a huge Eli Tomac fan. I'll put that out there right now. Uh I'm pleased that it's a great title fight in the end. I hope he's not the one that wins, but good night for him. Congratulations, you know, you know, kudos to him. He rode great. Pressured AC. You kind of felt like it was inevitable though. I mean, when he was behind him, I was like at no point did I think AC was gonna hold him off. It, if it had been Cooper Webb or somebody else back there, maybe, but you know, I figured Eli when he gets his hook in you, he rarely uh, do people get away. So it was kind of an inevitable deal. But good night for Kawasaki uh, for sure. Uh, another thing to mention, Brock Tickle. Uh, I love the looks of his bike. It kind of reminded me of Buddy Antunes' '91 uh, Suzuki. I like the. Uh, it's funny. I hated the white Suzukis back then when they did that, but it looked good last night. I thought the the white with the yellow and everything. Uh, from on TV, you couldn't see the St. Jude graphics really, but uh, from a distance, I thought it really made the bike pop and look good. Um, great, great uh, look and good, good night for him. He looked, you know, racing in his heat race and stuff. He didn't look like he'd been off two years. I mean, he didn't get a great finish. I, mean, I think he's maybe right in just outside the top 10, I think. Uh, but overall, I, I mean, he made the main. I mean, geez, you'd, you'd be worried you wouldn't make the main after all that time. The one like Brock Tickle was the you know, Ricky Carmichael to begin with. So good night for JGR. They didn't have their rider uh, explode into a cloud of dust like normally happens, so it's a good night for them. Got him on TV. Got a lot of press, actually. Got, the, got a lot more press out of it. I think, you know, talking to Brock and stuff, it was a good move for uh, Jeremy and them to put him on there. So, and I think that whole... The whole susp- I mean, I don't know what he was on. I don't know the supplement. I don't know if it was some BS that was in a drink he drank or what knows. I mean, I, I honestly, I me mean, personally, I don't think Brock was trying to cheat, really. But who knows? Uh, I think these draconian penalties are just ridiculous, and we need to get that shit out of here. Uh, but uh, that said, I was glad to see him back at the races. In the 250 class, I thought uh, I was... Just amazed to see uh, Jeremy Martin get the the top spot in practice. I thought that was really impressive. Um, amazing story. I, I, honest to God, if I burst a ber- vertebrae in my back and had to go through back surgeries, there is no way I'm going back out there. Um, so impressed. I'm very impressed. You know, Kudos to him to have the, the cojones to get at, back out there and race Supercross again. Uh, he clearly loves it, or he wouldn't do it. I mean, it's a very dangerous sport. And you look what happened to Doug Henry. You know, He broke his back, and a couple years later, the second time it happened, he's paralyzed in a wheelchair. And that would always be... Uh, a huge concern to me, and I've had many friends who've had back surgeries. and I don't have, I don't know anyone who's gone through it and had it been great. Uh, my mom's had like three back surgeries, and she still is in terrible pain and stuff. So, anytime they're futzing around with your back, it's terrifying. And, uh, you know, kudos to him to come back and, and do so well. Uh, I, I didn't expect him to win in the race, you know, in the main. But to get a third was really impressive. I mean, geez, that's that's awesome. Uh, you know, Jeremy still, he's never been the best Supercross guy. He was great outdoors, but even when he was, you know, on Star Yamahas, he was always, I mean, hell, I remember he, he didn't even qualify a couple of times at the beginning of his career. So to come out there... Have number one qualifying, get a podium. Dude, that's like amazing. So good for him. Great, great race. Uh, Look at that. I mean, think about this. He's already done way better than his brother has done. And his brother wasn't off for two years with a broken back. Uh, So think about that one. That's that's pretty tough. So in any case, good ride for Jeremy. Um, I think his shift gear was awesome. The shift gear that the Geico guys ran was by far my favorite gear of the night. Way, way better if you rating wins on gear. Uh, the Geico Honda guys won the night, uh, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Shane McElrath won the actual event, but his that fast boy stuff is, in my opinion, like I, I, I know there's some people who dig it. I didn't like it in 91, I didn't like it when Emig had it in 91. I was like, what the hell is that? And I don't like it today. I mean, it's, I guess, it's kind of a little bit of a retro cool design, but it's just not my cup of tea. I think the shift stuff was way better. Uh, Chase Sexton. Who ended up getting second. Actually, very impressed with that. I mean, i got to be honest, he, he kind of backdoored into that title a little bit last year. Kind of felt like he was at no point the fastest guy. You know, if if uh, Austin Fortner doesn't, you know, wire himself up 50 times um, and finally blow his knee out, there's no way he wins the title. He wasn't the fastest guy. But I've seen that happen before where a guy is, you know, clearly not the fastest guy, but the cards go his way, and then the next year he turns into, you know, the, the guy. So... It wouldn't totally shock me, but I wasn't going into this thinking Sexton was going to be, uh, you know, a r- real threat to to follow. By I mean, my pick for this title is McElrath for sure. I would think that uh, he would uh, be the odds-on favorite, but you know, he's I think he's won three out of four of these uh, season openers, you know, the last few years, and he hasn't been able to translate that into wins going forward. So uh, it's hard to say whether um, he's going to be able to keep it together. I think he needs to. I think. You know, pretty sure this is his last year of eligibility no matter what he does. He almost pointed out last year, and uh, he really needs to put something together. He's going to have a decent ride next year. I, I don't know how many people think that Mikel Rath is a real threat in the 450 class. He's probably probably a Brock Tickle type that, uh, you know, is a solid wingman, solid 2-3 guy. Unfortunately, though, the teams don't run three and four guys anymore. It's not Factory Honda in 1985. You're not going to get, uh, you know, a Plessinger and a Mikel Rath. And the Barsha on Team Yamaha just doesn't happen. The budgets aren't there. So I could see him, maybe if he wins his title, taking... Uh, taking Plessinger's ride or something maybe because Plessinger certainly has underperformed like crazy, so uh, It's possible, but I think he really needs to take advantage of this He's on what a lot of people would consider to be the best bike certainly probably the fastest bike Um, and he needs to you know capitalize on that and make sure it is a uh, title season for him for sure if he wants to get a good ride for next year Um, Overall though, I think we're looking at a great title fight. I think Um, The 250s are typically one of the most exciting classes And I don't expect any of these guys to go on a run and just smoke every Everybody, I certainly hope that uh, going forward we see a lot more of that uh, action up front. Next week's race, really looking forward to it. It's supposed to be uh, the second of the Triple Crowns. I always enjoy the Triple Crowns because you get a lot of outlier events or uh, outlier uh, results. That could really mix things up next week, you know. I certainly hope that uh, Kenny and Cooper up front get some better starts next week, and we see, uh, you know, maybe three different winners for an exciting overall or something. Uh, Dallas always a pretty good track too. Great stadium. If you've never been to Dallas, it's a fun place to watch. Uh, the track is cool. I mean, the the stadium is really cool. It's definitely a neat place, and that giant screen is cool. You can always have a good good view no matter where you're at. So I definitely recommend going if you're uh, in the area. So in any case, this has been Tony Blazer with a look back at last week's race. Uh, I'd love to know your thoughts on the event. Let me know. When the comment section below. Uh, You can hit me up on Twitter and Instagram as well. My handle there is at Tony Blazer, which is T-O-N-Y-B-L-A-Z-I-E-R. And until we meet again, this has been Blazer. Peace.